As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. What's spring like in Park City, Utah? Imagine waking up on a bluebird day to ski the greatest snow on earth at two world-class resorts, Park City Mountain and Deer Valley. Exploring miles of wide open spaces by snowshoe or cross-country skis. Wandering our historic Main Street with its opera ski scene and award-winning restaurants. When you love it like we love it, Park City, Utah will always be winter's favorite town. Join the experience at visitparkcity.com. Hello and welcome to another episode of MetaSide Kicks. My name's Liv. This is M. M. Say hi. No. And today we're talking about Skinwalker Bridge. We're sorry for everybody that uh, knows actual information about Skinwalker Bridge and not just white people information about Skinwalker Bridge. This is going to be white people information because it's the only information we could find. However, if you would like to send us a link with actual cultural relevance. I don't think we would find a link. And super cool things. I don't know. What if someone wants to write there's, into us? There's a reason. Well, okay. There's a reason why no one knows anything. It's because the native people don't want to talk about it because it's, it would cause bad things to happen. Well, if so you, that's why no one knows anything about it. If you want to talk about it in a safe space, <laughs> let us know because maybe that would help uh, educate more people yeah. on the do's and don'ts of talking about it or not talking about it. Yeah. I'm, I'm open to learning a lot more, so... M did the research on this, but if you guys also don't know, we went all the way to Nevada to talk to Patrick of the Haunted Side and meet up with him, do some collaborations and haunted investigations. And one of the places we went was Skinwalker Bridge. So we're going to tell you the haunted history of it, which M has so graciously dug into the internet for, and uh, our experience of actually going there and what we thought it was like. Which I so graciously researched everything but the Skinwalker Bridge. <laughs> Because if you didn't know, Patrick, if you're ever listening to this, which you probably aren't, and if you are, then you should leave us a comment in Apple Podcasts. Yo, he might w watch this or listen to this one because it has his name on it. I really hope he does. And if you don't put his name in the title, you're you're missing out. Oh. You gotta get his search feed. Future editing live. People will search the haunted side and our, our stuff will come up. <laughs> <laughs> to be forever trolling him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, goodness. But yeah, we're going to talk about uh, the history that Em was able to find, as well as our own experience of going there with Patrick from the haunted side. So when we went to Skinwalker Bridge, um, A, I don't know that the bridge is actually called that. I think it has a name. However, could not figure out what that was. 
but it is the bridge that comes out of the Fernley train depot. And I think Liv has information about the Fernley train depot because she researched Papa Ranch House. <laughs> yeah, the Fernley train depot was built by the Southern Continental Railroad Company of the four big giant moguls after the Pacific Continental Railroad was built by Abraham Lincoln's delegation of government, I don't know, monies in order to build a giant railroad from one side of the entire United States to the other. And the Pacific and the Southern Continental Railroads merged with the Union Continental Railroad, which helped bring lots of goods all across our entire beautiful nation. So the Fernley train depot was a small little subsection that runs from Fernley over and out to Reno and into Southern California-ish that uh, people and cargo used to go all the way across. So we got to go on one portion of the Southern Continental Railroad and stand upon it and talk to ghosts. (laughs) Fun. It was dangerous. There were holes in the bridge and it was like, Maybe a 20-foot drop. <laughs> we put our footsies into the history. <laughs> well, we definitely didn't do that because we would have fallen through the bridge. And it would have been awesome. It would have not been awesome. Because <laughs> there were weird fucking zombie-like things coming out of the water. That's true. It was all an illusion. So when we went there, Patrick was telling us about all of the crazy legends in regards to this area, but also in regards to Pyramid Lake. So one of the things that he specifically told us was people would take the train from Pyramid Lake. They would pass Pyramid Lake and they would reach their destination at the Fernley train depot. And once they got to Fernley train depot, because they passed like Pyramid Lake, they almost would like go into a trans-like state and walk back to Pyramid Lake. So when I heard that, I was like, oh my God, that sounds like some mer people shit, like some siren songs. <laughs> he was like, yeah, there's a mermaid legend too. And I was like, oh gosh. So because I couldn't find any information about Skinwalker Bridge, I'm going to tell you about Pyramid Lake. <laughs> Goodness gracious. So... Pyramid Lake is interesting, and I honestly think that a lot of the legends come from the fact that it is in the middle of a desert. It's literally, like, mirage territory, and I could be wrong about that, but, like, it's literally a desert lake. So, water in the middle of just absolute nothing for miles. So, there's a lot of crazy stories about the lake. Now, the lake is just north of Reno, and it is one of Nevada's largest natural lakes. And it is named for the large, I think this is Tofa Rock. That's what it's made out of. There's a lot of these formations around Tofa. Tofu. Tofa. It's T-U-F-A. Tofa. Tofa. So, like, tofu mixed with, like, faux noodles? Tofa. Or it's tofu mixed with rocks. It's a rock. (laughs) That'll clear you out. Well, Pyramid Lake is surrounded by these huge rocks that are made out of tofa. And the reason why it's called Pyramid Lake is because a dude came over and was like, oh my God, there's a big pyramid-shaped rock in the middle of this this bitch. So now we call it Pyramid Lake. And the lake is like, this bitch. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) So there's a lot of people that believe all these legends come from the fact that the Lake is not exactly the safest. And the reason... They got crocodiles? (laughs) Nope. (laughs) The reason is the water is so clear that you can see the bottom of it. So when you're near the shoreline, people walk 
along the shoreline and then all of a sudden they reached the 350 foot drop (laughs) and drown in the lake so that is why this lake is quite dangerous and a lot of people are like they tell weird legends to keep their children away from the lake so that they don't get swept up into the depths of this crazy lake so they're just unprepared with their giant unicorn floaty that i would be using yeah they think it's a lot shallower than it actually is because this 300 foot 350 foot drop comes out of nowhere i would try to touch the bottom you can't tell me that i wouldn't good luck i don't think we know what ha- like what is at the bottom it's me surprise there's, <laughs> there's people that um believe that somehow this lake is connected to lake tahoe by an underground channel <laughs> how is it that i know this <laughs> What do you mean? <laughs> Maybe I was a mer person of Lake Tahoe. Do, 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 do. No, probably not. I mean, I could be wrong. When I was little, I used to be able to touch the 12 foot deep end section of the of the YMCA pool in day camp. Only the cool people could go all the way to the bottom. 50 foot deep is a little different. That's only a couple more 12 feet things. I bet I could do it. Well, the reason why people. If my head didn't explode. <laughs> the reason why people think that this is connected to Lake Tahoe is they would supposedly think that a body or a person went missing at one of the lakes but their body showed up at the other lake that's a cool fucking magic trick (laughs) so they're like there are underground tunnels and that is how it happens because it goes vice versa like sometimes you're at lake tahoe and you disappear and your body shows up in pyramid lake and vice versa and it's just really weird and i don't know that i believe that (laughs) so i'm gonna start a bill to change pyramid lake's name from not the bitch with the pyramid in the middle of the lake, but Houdini Lake, because that's so magic. Yeah, and supposedly there's a whole bunch of stories of how people go missing or, yeah, let's, let's go with go missing or die in regards to this lake. I have a question. Yeah. As my best friend, business partner, Twin Flame, and confidant. Yeah. I was going to make a Golden Girls reference, but then I forgot to jingle. Thank you for being <laughs> my friend. Anyways, I think... That instead of having a sycamore tree planted over top of my dead ass, I would like to have my body thrown into Pyramid Lake and I need someone to run to Lake Tahoe to see when it pops out the other side. Dude, It's for science. Patrick was telling me about Lake Tahoe and how it is also super deep. And I, I don't know if this is real. This is what I've gotten from Patrick. He told me that it's so deep that <laughs> the further you go down, the like colder it gets. So the found like bodies or something down there and like they were frozen. So someone like found one of the bodies and like brought it up to the surface. And when they brought it up to the surface, it like melted into like slime. Like there wasn't a body anymore. Okay. Let's add a twist to it. You got to put sunglasses on me too. Jesus Christ. Like the weekend at Bernie. So if somebody finds me either in the opposite lake or in a giant ice cube, I need to have sunglasses on because that's really just going to throw a wrench in their plans. Yeah, let's put you in Pyramid Lake so that you show up in Lake Tahoe because I think that'd be more fun. It'd be really great. Oh, I should also be on one of those big giant floaties. (laughs) I really just want a unicorn floaty. Continue. (laughs) So this lake is in the uh, native reservation and the tribe that resides here is the Paiute tribe. And They have stories about the lake, which I think are really cute. So 
I'm going to read what I have written down here. It says, North America's most beautiful desert lake, Pyramid Lake, as formed by the tears of Stone Mother. So they believed that this being was this woman that came here, I believe, because she wanted to find the man that was here. The story that I have written down is she is the person that wept so long and profusely for her exiled children that her tears filled up the lake. So the story that I heard online is that this lady that is referred to as the stone mother, she came here to find this man. And when she found this man, she became very happy, had children. However, she is like one of the stones that is like near Pyramid Lake because when she lost her children, she essentially like turned to stone. And I'm sorry if I'm telling that story incorrectly. That is what I have researched. <laughs> Sounds like an ELO song. But it's really cute because there's like this big stone that they believe is her. And then next to it is like a little basket. That's cute. Yeah. So it makes me happy. The lake covers 112,000 acres in the reservation boundary, and the scenery is absolutely spectacular as the color of Pyramid Lake is so clear that it reflects the blues and grays from the sky. Can you go swimming there? Um, I would suggest not going swimming there, considering the fact that I just told you that a lot of people drown in this lake. Yeah, but that sounds like a lack of ability to swim. <laughs> I don't have a lack of an ability to swim. I'm like... Seabiscuit or something. I think Seabiscuit was a horse, weren't they? Well, maybe I should tell you the legends first, and then you can tell me if you want to go swimming here. I will still want to go swimming there. <laughs> so um, apparently there's a lot of fishermen that come here, and when they come here during the springtime, it is more likely that they will disappear like there are more disappearances for whatever reason during springtime than any other time so like all the websites that i found were like if you want to come visit try not to do it during springtime <laughs> maybe the prairie dogs got them are there prairie dogs over there uh, supposedly there's supposedly. prairie dogs in fucking nevada but did i see any goddamn prairie dog i don't care <laughs> prairie dogs gotta come see me i love them so the first legend and the legend that is talked about the most uh patrick also told us about this legend but i don't think he told it to the extent of what i have found online but it's called the water babies i bet it was one of those sections where he was like cut this out cut this out cut this out cut this out no <laughs> it wasn't but uh this is a really uh weird thing that they talk about and I didn't know that it was actually a thing, even when Patrick was telling us. I was like, people actually call them this, and this is like a thing that people are like afraid of. But there are speculations that are made about strange activity that takes place here, but many believe the lake is haunted by water babies. Oh, she had to figure out which button to hit. <laughs> I remembered, so. And the bizarre legend goes that ancient members of the Paiute tribe tossed premature and disabled babies into the water to drown. And these spirits of the abandoned babies are said to still linger around Pyramid Lake. So there are stories of visitors that come to the lake and they hear children's and baby crying. And um, 
it is I'm, I'm sorry I've heard so many like stories of like if you go there during the springtime that's when the babies are the most angry and they want to gain revenge on you so they pull you into the water and eat you that is literally what I read online I would still go swimming <laughs> I would make friends with the water babies I was like that is dramatic <laughs> that is also terrifying but the reason like i told you before every spring at least one fisherman falls into the lake and disappears for whatever reason they believe that springtime is the time to not go to pyramid lake to go fishing maybe it's because when springtime was when all the babies were born well okay maybe but i on a realist level may think more in regards to like when a fisherman would go up there to catch fish because they specifically go there to catch a specific type of trout. I think it's the Lanhauntan cutthroat trout. I'm definitely pronouncing that incorrectly, but it's a fish. And it's a, probably a big fish. But that might be when they like, after they spawn or something. I don't know how fishing works. <laughs> but that may be the reason why fishermen go missing during springtime because there's more of them there they got bears there dude i don't know probably it's in the desert it's really close to california though and california's got that don't tread on me bear things california is huge yeah but we're, we're the, the little <laughs> we're the desert the skinwalker desert. bridge and pyramid lake is very close to the edge of the california desert? and also the desert yeah, but is Pyramid Lake nice? Does it have like mountains and stuff around it? Probably pretty it clean. It has tofa sediments around it and it is in the desert. If I was a bear <laughs> and I was going fishing where the s- spawning fish were, I'd probably eat a fisherman or two. Because. Just just because. So for centuries, they believed that the Paiute tribe would throw unwanted and deformed or premature babies into this lake to dispose of them. So a lot of people hear the sounds of babies crying or laughing coming from the lake. So even those who are not familiar with this legend, because a lot of people are like, if you say that it's going to happen, then people will start hearing it. Even people who are not familiar with the legend also hear these babies crying. And the rumor has it that if you hear the water babies you will have bad luck. However, if you see them, then you're dead. <laughs> I don't know how they know that because if you saw one, you wouldn't be able to tell the, t- tell the story. This is purely mediumship information, I feel. Okay. Because I don't know anything about Pyramid <laughs> know, Lake. because I'm like, what the heck? <laughs> but, so the, the stone woman was a part of the, what's the Native American? Paiute tribe. The Paiute, that she was a part of the Paiute tribe lore yeah mm-hmm. it's very cute well if she's there waiting for her children and the legend says that the water babies are premature and or deformed babies the thing that they're telling me is that if that is true of the Paiute nation then if a baby wasn't going to make it for multiple reasons so sometimes them back to her Yes. Yeah. (laughs) So it's not because they were unwanted. It's because they thought that the stone woman would take care of their babies and help them pass over into basically spirit. Yeah. Weird things that people that are not a part of the Paiute tribe 
fuck up. Yeah. Because they're dumb assholes. Yeah, because I read that and I was like, that's the most beautiful thing I've ever heard. And people are literally telling weird stories about it. Yeah. So I don't think that that's just what I'm hearing as a uh, medium because babies sometimes don't survive, which is fine, but they can either stay with you until they pass or if you're a pirate, you can give them to the stone woman and she'll take care of them. Yeah, with the stone woman, the story that I read, because I didn't write it in my notes, she was like married to the bear or a bear or something like that. See, dog bears, they eat the fishermen. But she did (laughs) things to make the bear jealous. So she broke up with the bear and then came to Pyramid Lake because she heard of the man that was here. So that's why she came here because she wanted to be re or united with this man. So the story that I wrote down is in regards to how she is stuck there now that she is like the stone that is around Pyramid Lake. So the lake was formed directly from her tears that filled up the lake because she lost or her children were exiled. Uh So that's cute. I uh, didn't think about that. Yeah, I'm going to go with mine because I like it better. <laughs> well, yeah, weird water babies. <laughs> yeah, that, that definitely doesn't sound like a like a native thing. Sounds like a fucked up white person thing. Yeah. It sounds like people just being afraid of things that they don't understand. Yeah. So other leg- legends that are associated to this lake is the mer people. Like I told you, there is a mermaid here that people believe... Um, is angry (laughs) it's me and takes people into the lake because a lot of times people uh associate mer people as like dragging sailors into the depths of the ocean it's because you had to give pudge a tuna sandwich and you can't do that you want to know why it's fish (laughs) (laughs) they didn't get a peanut butter sandwich so now they're pissed so, another popular legend often told involves a heartbroken mermaid that continues to haunt the lake. The mer people are in cahoots with Pudge. So, perhaps created to tell visitors a less terrifying story. Many believe that negative energy that haunts Pyramid Lake is simply from that of a broken-hearted mermaid. Locals will tell you that a mermaid married one of the members of the Paiute tribe, only to have the marriage disapproved leaving her banished from the area. The rest of the story, the saddened mermaid promised revenge to any of the tribe members that came near the shores of Pyramid Lake. So, vengeful spirits, mermaid. Did she marry Pudge the fish? I don't know, but I... uh, Okay, I didn't see a lot of stories about her because most of it was just the weird, like, water baby legend things. But I wonder if that's why people, like, when they passed Pyramid Lake, like, wanted to go back there. I don't know. I still feel like it's a weird, like, mirage desert type thing. It could be mirage because of the way the water and the pressure works if it's definitely at a higher altitude or elevation. Well, I don't know. When you look up Pyramid Lake, it looks like one of those weird mirages that you would see on TV. And it's, like, in the middle of a desert. So I'm like... People are creating crazy stories around a lake that is in the middle of a desert. So they probably are like dehydrated, finally see water, and now they're creating all these stories surrounding it. I could be wrong, but I don't believe that a lot of these legends have Paiute influence (laughs) other than the like stone lady. 
the stone mother. I feel like all the water babies is definitely not a Paiute story. And if they tell people that, it may be to keep them away from the lake. Well, the Pyramid Lake is actually very close to the California Trail, which in the 1800s was the trail that pioneers and settlers used to get to California from the east. So they probably were on a middle of a wagon trail, which before they were wagon trails were actually Native American trails that Mm -hmm. they followed. And they probably like, it's a lake after so long. I need electrolytes. (laughs) Yeah. It's literally following the California trail, which is where all of the gold miners came. And it was also where all of the wagon people traveled to get to California. Yeah, because I don't know if it's me or, like, someone telling me about it. But I, um, before I did research, I was like, there's probably weird legends about this lake because it's in the middle of a desert. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and when they got there, they were not thinking straight. <laughs> yeah, because it's literally, like, the qualifications of having mirages. Delirious from dehydration. There's a lake in the middle of the desert. That type of thing. So I feel like that's why there are so many different uh lores and legends about it because people are like it's evil don't go near it but it might be because they don't believe it's actually there (laughs) yeah because it's a mirage but it's not a mirage that type of thing Mm -hmm. so as humans we're naturally driven by the search for better but when it comes to hiring the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all don't search match with indeed when i was looking to hire someone it was so slow and overwhelming I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. The other thing that we were talking about when we went to Skinwalker Bridge with Patrick is what exactly is a Skinwalker? Now, there is not a lot of information that you can research about Skinwalkers. So most of this information, I feel like, has white influence it is not directly from natives that are explaining what this is and i like i said at the beginning of this don't believe they want to talk about it because it is a not cool (laughs) yeah the only thing i know is that if you say it like brings bad things to you so yeah but it's not the word skinwalker it's whatever they use in regards like in their language yeah So according to Navajo legends, skinwalkers are shape-shifting witches that describe themselves as deformed animals like wolves and bears. So what is a skinwalker? Skinwalker, translated in the Navajo English Dictionary, explains that a skinwalker is translated from the Navajo Yi Naldalushi. Sorry if I'm pronouncing that incorrectly. I I know I am. This literally means, by means of it, it goes on all fours. And the yi naudalushi is merely one of many varieties of skinwalker called antayini. Sorry again. <laughs> so there are different groups of people that actually have their own legends 
involving skinwalkers, not just the Navajo. And that includes the Apache, the Hopi, and uh, I think it's the Pueblo people. And some traditions actually believe that skinwalkers are born of a benevolent medicine man who abuses the indigenous magic for evil. So this medicine man is then given mythical powers of evil that vary from tradition to tradition. But the power all traditions mention is the ability to turn into or possess an animal or person. So other traditions believe a man, woman, or child can become a skinwalker should they commit any kind of deep-seated taboo. So those are kind of like the reasons of how a skinwalker is like manifested, happens according to what we believe as outsiders. Because <laughs> I very much don't think that that is, I don't think it is simply as put as what is described when you look it up. So the skinwalkers are described as being mostly animalistic physically, even when they are in human form. They are reportedly near impossible to kill except with a bullet or a knife dipped in white ash. Now, I personally believe that this isn't what a skinwalker is. I feel like it is more complex than that because, like I said earlier, there's little known about the full understanding of what a skinwalker is because the Navajo are very reluctant to discuss it with outsiders and even amongst each other because the traditional belief portrays that speaking about these malevolent beings is not only bad luck, but it makes their appearance more likely. So while I was doing this research, I like tried to talk to someone that could help explain what these people were talking about because when I was reading this, I was like, it's not that because when we were on the Skinwalker Bridge and Patrick was telling the stories about what people see because he was telling us that there are these wolf-like creatures that are like huge that would kind of like walk out in front of people while they were like in their cars and such like that and it was people that did not believe that this was true all of these different things but they were still seeing these like huge create like huge creepy creatures that are in and around the bridge so when he was describing that i can see this creature and it's like this super tall dog-like creature that is skinnier they look almost emaciated and their uh fur is kind of in patches and their eyes glow yellow so when i was thinking about this when we were on the bridge i asked the flashlight because we were doing an investigation there is this what a skinwalker actually is because i'm like this feels more like tied to nature than what uh people talk about skinwalkers being and the flashlight turns on for yes so with that regard when i was doing this research was like trying to talk to someone that like a soul that would help explain what i was seeing so, like I said, I feel like this being is very tied to nature. And this person that I was talking to, because it's like this uh, this man, this native man that was telling me about the ideas surrounding skinwalkers, they tell me that these are beings that brings misfortunes to places because they show me this shadow that's being casted over where they walk, like a cast over behind them. And they show me, they show me that it's similar to a story that I was told when I was like in school that's from like the Bible where you need to like mark your doors with I believe it's sheep's blood to protect your firstborn 
So it's like tied to certain rituals and different things that would help protect them from this like curse or whatever word fits better to what this creature does. But I feel like they may be tied to some sort of witchcraft, but it may just be the ritualistic aspects of certain things. And I don't know if they are more physical, but I feel like they're more spiritual, more tied to nature, but also tied to like humanity in some way, shape or form. Interesting. So that is what he told me. I don't know if what you get either. (laughs) I don't know. I'm the one that made UFO references on the bridge, so... (laughs) Okay. I feel like some aspect of it could also be people's interpretation or perception of Area 51 and misused or abused projects that government people do and people might just be manifesting things that they believe from conspiracy theories. Yeah, but I feel like the beings that are from native culture are a spiritual being. Yeah. So I think that's why we got aspects of both. Oh, gosh, you. I got the white people yeah, version. I'm like, you're talking <laughs> about the thing, the people that don't know anything about it. Exactly. Got it. <laughs> so I think it's just, that's why we received different aspects to validate both sides or at least. Well, get- yeah, because I think it's weird that people like have these different ideas about skinwalkers, but also very much know that they're not getting all of the information about it. Mm-hmm. So it's just really weird. <laughs> yeah, I feel like it's... uh. That's how a lot of metaphysical and paranormal things are. Yeah. So this bridge, while we were there, there was a lot of people that were like walking up and down the bridge itself. Like literally just random people. Liv talked to a little boy. You also saw a 14-year-old boy like fishing. Mm -hmm. But the little boy was like talking to us and following us around. But he was like afraid of Patrick because Patrick looked like his dad and his dad was not a cool dude. Mm-hmm. I think his name was Edwin or Edmund. But the first thing that I got before we even got there was that there was this lady in white because we were in the car on the way there. And I was like, okay, this is Skinwalker Bridge. So I'm supposed to see Skinwalkers, right? And my spirit guides were like, don't think about the name. And I was like, okay. <laughs> so I see this lady that has a bun in her hair and she's in this shorter dress, but it's like longer for us. When I say shorter, it's like not touching the ground. And she is a lady in white so when i see ladies in whites they look very ghostly in the sense of like they have this kind of smoke like texture aspect particledness to them Mm -hmm. and they are ghostly white all of them like their entire body and she was standing somewhere in the middle of the bridge and usually when i see lady in whites it's usually some sort of tragic thing that happened and they then put themselves in a certain location to help others not deal with the thing that happened to them so it doesn't happen to other people ah that's usually how i perceive ladies in white so when we got there i asked patrick did someone like jump off the bridge like did something tragic happen to like this lady because i see a woman in white in the middle of the bridge and that's when Liv was telling me that she was seeing this woman that threw herself off of a train into like off of the bridge mm-hmm And we believe that that's the same person. But the thing that was crazy is we went to the Collected Bargains Antique Shop, which was the day after. And Patrick was telling the owner of this antique shop all of the things that we've been doing, like all of the crazy investigations and how he went to Skinwalker Bridge and how he told us about the water baby legends and all of these 
different weird things associated to this bridge. And when he's listing this off, the owner of the shop was like, oh yeah, and the lady in white. (laughs) And I about pooped my pants and was like, wait, what? (laughs) That's awesome. So he says that when you drive up in that area, a lot of times people will see her just walk out in front of their car. So he doesn't know the legend surrounding her because it is tied to native culture. So it is not something that is like widely known to outsiders. But it's interesting because there's a lot of, this is my speculation, (laughs) but there's a lot of stories about lost children's souls of like the water baby legends and whatnot. But do you know anything about La Llorona? Yeah, La Llorona was a, it might be, I know it's farther south, like in New Mexico type area. It's like a Mexican lore or legend. Yeah, La Llorona was the soul of a woman who I think she lost her children or something like that. And she's kind of the Latino version of Bloody Mary. Yeah, so when I looked up Lady in White, this legend of La Llorona came up and it's just like a little bit weird because... There's a lot of stories about babies in the area that we were at. So La Llorona, they usually deals with a lady that is weeping near water and is in regards to death of children. And La Llorona actually means the weeping woman. So it's not surprising that this character is often seen as weeping. But La Llorona is closely associated to children. In some stories, she's said to wail over her own lost children, or she is said to have killed her own children. Mm-hmm. So it's just interesting that I saw a lady in white in association to water and children. So I don't know if that is true or not, but there's no other stories about her. So what do you guys think? Do you like Skinwalker Bridge? And if you guys want to see the actual bridge in our investigation, make sure to go to YouTube and check out our collaboration with Patrick. He also has a Skinwalker Bridge video on his channel as well. Spooky. (laughs) It's mostly just us goofing off (laughs) in the middle of nowhere. Honestly, the scariest people were the people that came at us at the bridge when we were leaving. Making weird whistle noises. Yeah. I was like, I don't speak your language. Liv and I realized why we go to locations that are inside and are not abandoned. Yeah, you got to keep yourself safe in those streets. Because uh, we're two girls in some random place. So when you go to Skinwalker Bridge and it's in the middle of, you know, outsideness, <laughs> hey, your camera doesn't work because it's a potato and you got weird guys in the dark whistling at you like literally whistling so yeah to do they are they calling a dog i was like here snipey snipey snipe (laughs) (laughs) they were actually the scariest part are they going snipe hunting i mean maybe maybe we were the snipes do you got yeah so it was a good time did you guys know that we have a patreon and that we do readings if you didn't now you do And uh, you should listen to our podcast on any streaming platform except for Pandora. (laughs) I had to think about it. I was like, there's a box involved. What is it called? (laughs) Pandora. And if you guys listen to us on Apple Podcasts, if you could leave us a review, that would be fabulous. So far, we have 91 reviews and they're all five stars because you guys are five stars. (laughs) And uh, we would like if you would leave us reviews that have dad jokes in them or any sort of funny joke in which we said something 
that was funny to you guys because that would make us happy. And here, I'm going to read your dad jokes that you leave because if you leave a dad joke, I'll tell them. Just great. You got any? I'm looking. You guys are really good at leaving five-star reviews, but no dad jokes. Oh, we have somebody that's a dentist that likes us, and they said if we ever need dental advice that they can help us. What, no dad joke about teeth? (laughs) (laughs) Right? Then they said, also, if you ever need dental advice, I'm your girl. Spooky ghost emoji tooth emoji. (laughs) So anyways, thank you for the five-star review from A-M-K-R-D-A-D-H. A-M-K-R-D-H. And the title says, y'all crack me up. We will come for you for dental advice. I just got a uh, cavity filled the other day. So do you need a dad joke? No, I have one. Oh, okay. They say, here's the only bad dad joke I know. I gorged on 14 cans of alphabet soup yesterday. I ended up having a crippling bowel movement. I don't get it. Instead of bowel movement. Maybe it's not funny because they're a dental hygienist and not like a doctor. (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) I'm sorry. A-M-K-R-D-H. I appreciate you and your dad joke. It was great. You want to hear my dad joke? You have one? Maybe. Yeah. (laughs) I heard that someone was possessed by an owl. Who? <gasps> ah! <laughs> was there anything else you had to say? Was... <laughs> Was that the uh, actual punchline? Yeah, because I'm scared of you because you're possessed by an owl. Also, it's a punchline. You're possessed by an owl. <laughs> <laughs>